ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Table. And so you have exited the uh, meeting room, uh, the study room, in the basement of Graven Hollow, um, and you all are all heading to where you want to go in Graven Hollow, this library that is outside of time, outside outside of space that you are um, becoming more and more accustomed to, um, and you all have information that is, uh, I would say, game-changing, personally. Um, you now have a bunch of fetch quests to do, um, but also you some of you have these... Uh, stone speaker crystals that you can use to uh, check out the future, the past, the present, whatever you want to do. Um, and I'll pass it over to you all. Um, we don't have to necessarily do this in character. If you want to explain to me what it is that you want to do in Graven Hollow, we can go for it. Uh, I would like to uh, go see if there's anywhere in the uh, past or present sections, uh, maybe explore both those sections of books, uh, if there is a way to enthrall or uh, get rid of the demonic presence of so things and people. Which would you rather go to? Uh, Juniper is smart, probably the past section because that makes more sense. Okay. Um, okay, go to the, you, you go up, uh, sorry, you are already in the basement from the meeting. And so you go up from the, um, meeting room that you were in and into the stacks that are more in the past section. The stacks. As you walk in there, it does smell dustier and musty and it is uninhabited. (coughs) Um, Go ahead and roll what you think uh, Juniper would do to try to find this sort of knowledge. Uh, We don't have a library check in 5e. (laughs) Um, There's definitely one Call of Cthulhu but what would you do to try to find uh, this information that you're looking uh, for? Uh, uh, Juniper would uh, pull on the uh, psychic power of the rest of her mind and uh, probably use investigation. We're not looking like you know too deep into any of the books. We're doing cursory glances at them. Sure. Uh, the psychic powers that you pull on in this area, it doesn't do you a lot of good because everything is sort of arcane in nature. Roll a straight flat check. You have to rely more on your, like, actual senses uh, to look for what you're looking for. So no, no psychic die. Do you want me to add uh, any ability modifier? Yes, yes. Like? Add your investigation to it. Okay. We. It is a twenty. 30. Okay. Wow. I've got the plus ten to investigation. Yeah. You find several books by people who have seen demonic possessions happen before. Um, and you, you read through these sort of things like um, uh, sort of instances where this has happened to people. And they theorize, uh, oh, maybe if you break the bond between uh, the demon or devil or fiend, they're really getting on that lower level of, you know, the, 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 the chaotic, the evil, chaotic, evil, neutral, evil shit going on. They're really getting into all those um, and sort of putting them all together. You go further and you see that there is possibly 
theoretically a way to break a thrall from their master, to free them from their master with high, high, high level magic. Especially something that can be done by an archmage, by a high, high, high level wizard. But it's purely theoretical. You go further and you realize the most obvious way to do it is to cut the snake off at its head, to take care of the source. Theoretically, this should be able to free the thrall. Right, I, I peruse through these books and they, they find the one and read it in depth and see what it says and just sigh a little bit. and uh... You sigh and you close the book and the front of the book is kind of shiny. And you see yourself in the book. It has like this black sheen to it a little bit. You see yourself in it and you have crow's feet around your eyes and you're not that old for a wood elf. You seem to be aging really quickly. This is the most surprising shit. You see some gray hairs in your hair as well. I look around really quick and touch my hand and pull it forward. Yeah. I mean, it looks like you saw it in the reflection. There's some grays there. I'll uh, put the book back on the shelf and go find uh, Caliban. Okay. Yeah, yes. Well, let's cut to Caliban, because uh, I think for Juniper to find you is going to be a task in and of itself. Caliban would be in the present floor. What's Caliban doing? He is researching, um, I guess, because they said present is the most accurate, but I don't know if this would exist in the past or present, but looking any anything at any mentionings of the labyrinth, looking for things like potential entrances, things like that. Okay, are you looking for through the books and stuff? Yes. Okay, uh, how do you want to go through this library? What are you using to do so? <clears throat> I suppose I would contact Ermas and ask for a, a helping hand, but without, without the stone, um, you know, guidance quest, it would just be the old-fashioned way of peeling through books. Ermos will show up after you request to one of the Galabdurs in the wall. They emerge, they take your request, and they disappear. A couple minutes later, you hear some large footsteps coming down the hallway, and Ermos, the stone giant, shows up to you, and uh, they'll say, What is it that you seek? The entrance to the labyrinth. An entrance to a maze is a strange thing. Some call it an exit. Some call it a trap. You speak of the labyrinth. It is to the south of where we are now. is larger than you think it is. I hope that if you go there, you have one that can navigate such mazes. 
Hopefully between magic and the bowl we can do it. Is there a way to hone in the search other than south that I can look for? The Underdark is a strange place. Do you know what lies at the heart of the labyrinth? Only tell from stories and fairy tales. The engine? The machine that can manipulate things around it? The maze engine. No, this is knowledge I do not know have. Books on the labyrinth do not exist. Books on the maze engine do exist. Thank you, Hermas. You've given me something to look for. The needle in the haystack. You are curious. And you could do well, or you could do poorly. With this, and he hands you a crystal, you can decide. Do not put stock in the past, or the future, or even the present. Use it only as a way to guide your own decisions, for your decisions are the most important. Good luck, Caliban. Bow deeply. Uh, let's move on to anybody else who wants to go through Graven Hollow. Yes, I'll totally do that. Uh, so, I will first... I'll move up to the floor that is the present. Since it was already kind of like uh, shown to me where I can't really see the future or past with this crystal when I tried to see if this place would ever be attacked. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Um, and uh, since I'm really not sure how this actually works, I just kind of understand or at least can guess that it works best in the uh, timescape that I'm using it in. I will uh, kind of just find a uh, quiet spot with a table and, you know, uh, maybe a empty book that I can write in or something that I can write in or pull out one of my own books or even Nico's journal at this point. Um, Nico's journal is still they, at the they, table. They keep it? Okay, yes. so they kept it. Okay, yes. that's fine then. Then I'll, uh, yeah, then I'll just use, I'll just use some empty parchment that I still have. Yeah. Um, and I will use the crystal to... I'm sorry, what floor are you on? Present. Okay. Uh, because I, I figured that the past doesn't matter because I would say demons' ideologies and wants and desires change rapidly. So I'll use the present and I'll use the uh, crystal from the present to uh, see if I can find items distaste, distasteful to the demons themselves. For more information, this would be to be able to cast banishment on demons. Your mind sort of still ringing from reading Nico's journal begins to think about something that the demon lords might not like. 
you find your mind wandering back to a bed in Blingdenstone. On that bed is a depressed mushroom. That depressed mushroom seems to get up and wander in the direction of a large fungal tower. Go. Along that way, you see that sad mushroom, small in stature, with, uh, that's like white, kind of looking like a, um, morel mushroom, meet up with a large party of other myconids. They're no! Not, they're not dancing. They are not dancing. They seem to be trying to find a new spot to live. You see this mushroom, this fungal being, conveying and talking to all these other myconids. Eventually, one of them with limbs, which this one that you're focusing on does not have limbs. One of them with limbs walks up to it and puts a green bandana around its forehead. <laughs> and they begin to walk back towards Never Like Grip. And that's what you see. What? Can you oh, shit. Can you describe the green bandana in detail? <laughs> does it have a pattern on it or is it just green? Uh, it does have a pattern on it. It has a pattern that is sort of, uh, well, it's not a pattern. It is a, 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 a like never repeating sort of growth going across it that is just in a different color of green that goes across the whole bandana. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Resist the resistance. Jeez, all right. Okay. Rostos? Uh, <clears throat> I think I'll look at Farkas and go, uh, There's not much I can do here to help. Uh, perhaps there's a book uh, with pictures I can color in while everyone does their things. What, what, what do you want me to look for you, Rostos? Uh, I don't know, Farkas. I I feel like we're more helpful, at least me, on the battlefield. Here, I will just let them do what they need to do. I don't think we should color any of the books here. That would be disrespectful. Well, all we have to do is ask. And I turn to the wall. A coloring book, please. <laughs> uh, you say that, and they just hold out a... <laughs> A book with blank pages from the wall, like a stone arm comes out, um, and it is nothing but skulls of bovine-like creatures. Endless pages of that. I don't want this one here. (laughs) They take it back, and they give you another one, and it's just cupcakes and flowers and happy butterflies. (laughs) Yes, this will do. Uh, do you have writing utensils, crayons? 
They hand you a box of 16 crayons. <laughs> Come, Farkas. Let us find a table. You go find a table. <laughs> and Raster just starts coloring, and I just set the crystal up on top, put my crayons on top of it. Roll a win, uh, wisdom saving throw. Oh, can I can I know not No, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Was it? You said wait. I don't know. I was talking to Elliot. Yeah, I was like, oh. I don't know. Oh. yeah. Okay. It, was, it was for me. Through the act of coloring, your mind is at ease. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose one madness to get rid of. Whoa! Ooh. Ooh. And that undeath one. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, though. The orcish one? What are you coloring in, uh, Rastos? I think the flowers one. You're coloring in flowers. Uh, what color are you coloring in? I haven't seen many, but I'll try to remember ones from the surface. Like, if, if any stood out to me, maybe. What color are they? Probably some orange ones, red, red-orange ones. You're coloring in this red and you're thinking, oh man, this is bloody. Like this could be how you live forever. And you, you go to orange, you go to red, or sorry, to yellow in the middle. And you realize that undeath is kind of pointless because undeath ultimately leads to what? Life. And that really the cycle is about restarting life. And this idea of you being undead to live forever is stupid. And you let it go. And you can get rid of that madness. Yes. Nice. I, I show Farkas the picture as soon as I'm done. It's a nice R&R. &R. <laughs> <laughs> sure. TJ, roll a performance check. Sure. Let's see if you stayed inside the lines. <laughs> a 15. Ooh. Okay, you get out a little bit here and there, and maybe your strokes go a little bit errant, but uh, it's pretty good. And Farkas says, wow, Mr. Rosters, <laughs> you sure did color those flowers in a while. Ooh. Can, can I draw me and Farkas sitting with the flower, like holding? If you want to take some time to do uh -huh, that, let's come, back, to, let's come back to that's you. That's what okay? I'm working on, a yeah, picture okay. of me and Farkas. Are you doing uh, like stick figures, or are you making it look good? Like a child's drawing of yeah. what a minotaur and a, a little halfling are yeah. with a flower next okay. to it. We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. We're, okay. we're just holding hands, looking like in the uh huh, you know, a family picture. Fargus is looking through other books while you're coloring and drawing. <laughs> um, anyone else want to do some research or use some uh, crystals? I also pull out a, a animal to see what happens out of the tan bag. Of okay, <laughs> I feel like that should have been brought up earlier. Roll for it. I, I look at it and I'm like, Fuck it, what, what do you think happens with the animals here? They disappear in the morning. Uh, he's busy reading. He's going to be like, yeah, yeah, Ross, keep coloring. Yep, the animals, they're all going to be weird. And I pull I pull out a, a ball and it turns into a rat. Uh, you think that you're pulling out a rat. Roll a d20. Oh, no. Ironically, this is a very good size experiment in terms of how magic works here. Uh, three. <laughs> Okay, hold on one second. No, no Tarask. You pull out, okay, this is weird. You pull out what you think is like the tail of a rat, and as you like pull out the tail of a rat, the tail is connected to the head of a snowman, complete <laughs> with a top hat. 
It's Vargas, what is this animal here? Yes, yes, Mr. Rostos. Uh, red flowers. What are you? <laughs> it's just a snowman head. It's not a lot. Oh. oh. <laughs> I hold it up. It's cold? Yeah. <laughs> what the? Vargas, it is cold. Uh huh. Yep. Flowers can also live in the cold. Some of them can. I'm busy, Mr. Rostos, please. Move it to the side from so I don't get on my artwork. Uh, the rat tail is just coming out of it. So. Out, of, out of the side of its head. Oh, my God. Oh, that's gross. gross. And then I look at it and use my spell where I can speak with animals as I try to <laughs> speak with it to figure out what this beast is, mm -hmm. this animal. Yeah. Uh, you try to speak with it, and all you hear is, oh, Why? Why do I exist? <laughs> what is this life? Well, you Not can't. one for anything that deserves decency. <laughs> Please. End him. God, kill me. <laughs> This is not life. You look at the snowman and it has the coal making a smiley mm. face with oh. the rat tail just sort of wiggling a little bit. Oh. What? This icy hell is not for anyone. <laughs> Extinguish me. And then I, I think of what an egg looks like and this thing sort of looks like an egg and I'm like, I think I've got it. Oh no. <laughs> should, we, should we cut to someone else there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyone else? What do you all want to do? Uh, I will rush to uh, Caliban. After so, Sir I... Lauren, you're rushing to Caliban. Yeah, because... Uh... Okay, here's the funny thing. You're trying to find not a thing in the library. You're trying to find someone in the library. Go ahead and make a wisdom check. Ooh. Check, not save. Yeah. Uh, 13. Okay. Uh, Caliban, what floor are you on? Present. Okay, you find yourself on the top floor. What in the hell? Hmm. You are on the floor of the future. Caliban is nowhere to be seen. You're going through these stacks and stacks of these books. He's nowhere to be seen. It would seem that my search will continue onward. You're lost. Yeah, I am lost. Yep. I will continue to spend my time trying to go back to the floor I was just on. Okay, roll another wisdom check just to see if you can get back to the floor that you were on. Oof, as a nine. Yeah, you go further into the future. You think that you're heading back to the stairs that you went up accidentally. You knew you had to go down, but you went up. And now you're heading back there in the corridor you're walking down, down these rows of books, it's getting darker and kind of sparkly around you. Gustava, oh, no. a little help, please. Gustava. You just hear the crystal calls. Take a deep breath and then accept my fate. Now uh, walk forward. Do you have a crystal? Yep. You walk forward. It's just a sparkly corridor and it just seems to stretch out onward. 
They'll hold up the crystal. What is it, you ask? You hold out the crystal, and everything collapses from beneath you. You are in space. You're walking amongst the stars. And as you keep on walking like a normal humanoid, every once in a while you blink to moisten your eyes. One time you blink and you look down and you're standing in a crater. And that crater is kind of white, kind of gray-like, sort of just desolate rock and dusty. And you look to your left and you see this entire world beneath you. You're on the moon. <laughs> I must have made a wrong turn somewhere. And the second you realize it, you're back in the stacks on the third floor. I think I need to find Calvin. Uh, Rostos. Mm -hmm. What do you want to roll to draw your picture? <laughs> uh, hmm. I think he's doing it, you know, with his hands. He's pretty good with his hands. He's drawing a picture with his hands. So, so that's sort of, you know, he's using the full uh, arm movement, you know, not just like wrist. Okay. So I think I would use maybe... Athletic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll with disadvantage. I was just trying to ask before uh, how big the crayons were to Rastos's hands. That's what I disadvantage. Oh, that is tiny. a thirteen, but I got a crit twenty for the other one. Okay. <laughs> you draw a lovely picture. Uh, are they stick figures? No, they're more bulky than. Okay, they're bulkier, like sort of like when you draw like a, a sleeve that just ends in a hand. Sure. No, it's, you know, circles for arms okay. and like trying to color it in. Yeah. Some little trying to get Farkas in our robes, right? Oh, okay. The, the hands look like dog shit. <laughs> Yo, they're not holding. They're just like open two circles next yeah. to each other. Hands are hard. Um, yeah, you finish it and it's pretty good. It's it's pretty good. Not the best thing you've ever seen, but like it might be the best thing Ross has ever drawn. Look at this. Farkas, I finished it. Rastos, what? L look, number one, I found <sighs> this animal. What is it? And he looks over and he like, uh, he's kind of stunned <laughs> and his, his eyes kind of water up. It, it's it's actually kind of good. Rastos, this is, I didn't know you had this in you. Oh, I, I didn't either. But look at this animal. It's wondering why it lives. <laughs> Is it still screaming? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just sees a, a snowman's head. It's oh, what? melting. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, where did that come from? The bag of tricks. What? How and why? I pulled it out and then I tried talking to it. Well, don't do that, probably. I don't know. It asked why it has come into this existence. Is it a demon? I don't think so. It can't do Well, do anything. what you do best and get rid of it. But it should... Farkas, are you sure? You're calling Mr. Rostos. He does have a nice hat. He does have a nice hat. 
I look at it as my eyes start to spin and twirl, and I link, mind link. Do you want me to... Wait, what? Uh, mind link? I cast mind link with, with level eight? With the... With the what is it? The speech speak to animals. It's melting so quickly that you just hear scrambled white noise when you try to mind link with it. <laughs> when you speak to animals. Uh, at, at that point, I'll just poke it and... I assume it like falls apart. It melts, but the hat's still there. I take the hat, I brush it off, and go, Farkas, I think this would be perfect for you. Oh, that wouldn't fit me at all. And he is like walks over, and he puts it on. It fits him really well. All right, well, that's not bad. I like it. It makes you look taller. Hmm. I would like to be taller, Mr. Rostos. Wait one second, and I grab the picture, and then I put the can hat. You, can you add the hat to the picture? <laughs> I add the hat to the picture. Oh, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Rostos, I, I, I was looking something up, something that troubled me. Oh, what is it? I, these books are strange, and I don't know if it's, it, it, if it's truth or fiction or what it is, but what, what, what that drow mage said to you. Mm, that, he does, that he is a drow and he doesn't worship Lolth? Well, no, where you come from. Yes, he didn't, he seemed to know something about something that I'm from, I don't know, I'm from the desert though, I know that, I grew up there. That's a bit more troubling. Uh, Why? It was a happy time. Minotaurs only appeared in the desert about a hundred years ago. Well, you know, harsh environments breed harsh things. Look at these muscles. No, Rastos, you do not understand. There was nothing there before. Nothing. Nobody was there. And then you just suddenly appeared. Well, we were good at hiding until the drow caught us. Rastos, the first noted historical account is that an archaeologist, much like myself, saw bovine creatures just digging forth from the sand in the desert. Mm. Not born of anything. Mm. Russell, do you have parents? Yes, and a brother. Well, had. Right. Well, I, I killed him. Rastos... I didn't want to. I had to. Rastos. What? Never mind. No, Vargas, you must tell me. What is it? I'm just concerned. Oh, don't worry. I don't have any family anymore. You're my family. As I put my hand on his back. Everyone here. He's shaking a little bit. Oh, are you cold? Should I move this head? Uh, no. Hmm. Is is the hat still wet? No, the hat's hat's fine and the picture's lovely, Rastos. It's it's really impressive that you could draw that, but... I'm just worried about you. Uh, I have my axe. I have you. That your axe is what concerns me. Oh, why? As I hold it out and spin it. (laughs) 
She's wonderful. She, she is. She is strong. She's great. Rastos, you know how you wonder if you're a monster or not. Yes. I, 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 I don't know if you're of this world, Mr. Rastos. Hmm. Explain it to me like I am a child. If what Vizarin said was true. The nerd. <laughs> if what the nerd said was true, your species, your family, were the result of an experiment of a demon lord cast onto this material plane as some sort of sick joke. You are sort of the spawn of, I don't want to say the name. Well. If this is true. It doesn't matter. I knew someone. Someone who I believe was also created from demon lords. And I think they risked their lives for so many other people. So, if it takes a monster to save someone, it'll take a monster to save this world. Rastos, I want you to know that I will stay by your side. Yes, I will protect you. If it takes a monster to save this world, Rastos, then I will sing the praises of the monster. Well, just maybe not all monsters can be that bad. We gotta have faith, Vargas. Is that ruffle what's left of his hair? <laughs> faith, yes. yes. Um, Mr. Ross, maybe we could color some more. Certainly. What should I draw next? Maybe just color. I will color. Uh, and a uh, Golub Durr will pop out with um, some more cupcakes and cakes and cotton candy and snowflakes and all the nice things in the world for you all to color for a while. Anyone else want to do anything else in this library? Uh, not right now. <laughs> no. Caliban? I suppose now that he has a crystal and we know the name of the person doing this. And the rules for the crystals were like, when they gave them to us initially, it was like, it wasn't research. It was like, ask a question and they might show you something, it might not. Yeah, uh, it depends on what floor you're on. And it'll kind of be random what it shows you. Um, they do have charges that I have written down here. Um, that I'm not going to reveal to you, uh, but they are basically ways to see things that would be previously unseen to you. Oh, he would just remain on the present floor and hold his crystal high and say, show me Grump Bainra. You say Grump Bainra, and your mind immediately goes to Menzo Baranzan. Um a city that you have not seen before, but you see a sprawling metropolis in the Underdark 
You've probably read about it? I imagine you're fucking Caliban. It's bigger than you would have thought. Have you ever seen New York, Kratzmeyer? Yes. You know when you first see New York, you're like, you gotta be fucking kidding me how yeah, big this fucking totally. place is. It is literally that experience. It is literally <laughs> that. Literally that. Way too big. Like, holy fucking shit, it is literally that. Imagine that in the Underdark. It's huge. It rivals Waterdeep. And it's crazy that something could exist in that. And yet you see part of it destroyed. A certain corner of it is completely, utterly fucked up. Not far from there, your mind zooms in. And what you see on a pedestal is a breathing book. And your mind zooms further and further downward. And as you get downward, you hear a, a heavy breathing as it gets very, very dark. You start to see spider webs in your mind. You start to see a drowish woman whose top half is elven, bottom half is a spider, like a drider. And she says, no. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. Nice roll. Dirty 20. Fail. Oh. Ah, damn. What roll? You've stared into Loth herself. Ah! You know, sometimes you stare into the abyss and the... The abyss stares back at you. You be the Jolvis? Yeah, the Jolvis. Welcome to the out of the Jolvis. The roll a D100. Ooh, baby. Calban's only failed two of these checks, and they're both for demon lore. Maybe you'll just really like spiders. <laughs> 94. Ooh. That was nice. That's a good one. Or a brutal one. Spiders file. no fucking way to know. Just explode. <laughs> Into a spider. Into a bunch of spiders. <laughs> roll, a, roll a D10. <sighs> Nine. Ooh, nine hours. For 90 hours, you cannot speak. Ooh. <laughs> Woof. Hello, Spellcaster, man. What the fuck does 90 hours look like in the Graven Hollow it's library? It's a great question. However, when you come back to your mind, you can't talk. Hmm. Mm-mm. Hmm. Mm-mm. Just dead silent. <laughs> You're just doing that in your head. Mm. All right. Caliban, you can still read stuff if you want to continue on. No, he's you can't talk. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, no, good for now. Right. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking 90. Well, right. that's going to put a little wrench of my plans so so i guess yeah so i guess uh you couldn't find me dude. So, yeah. fuck. well i went yeah. to the mood apparently so you know whatever Should fuck we, 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 uh like, coin to my rostos i don't know uh let's let's go all these all this crazy shit's going let's go let's yeah yeah you're over there coloring <laughs> things let's go to uh juniper i have i have nothing i, I was just going to i was literally just going to ask if like if we wanted to call it, I have nothing right now. Like I've, I've gotten like to a point where I have nothing. I'd like to stay here for a little bit longer, but I don't have anything in my brain. Okay. That I can yeah. express right now. We're so. going to uh, assume that you all stay at your locations. Caliban, you have been rendered mute. 
um, Rostos, you are coloring, and I want to do a quick promotion for coloring. Coloring is literally good for your brain. People should color more. It is. Um, is it actually a oh, yeah. scientifically proven yes. thing? Yes. Yes. Very, very much so. Very much so. Huge. Oh, I, I feel like doing any kind of art is just really good. I mean, cathartic. coloring in particular. Yeah. Coloring in a picture that's already drawn without any stress is one of the best things that you can do for your brain to relax. It's one of the best things ever. Yep. That's really um, cool. Yeah. I did not. I did actually not know that. And oh, I love dude, science, there's a reason so. I make my students color all the time. Uh, I constantly have coloring pages uh, ready for them. Uh, Sir Lauren. I'd be trying to make it, it off this fucking floor. That's all I'd be doing. Yep. So. You're, you walk back from the moon. <laughs> walk back from the and moon. And you're on this floor. And the party is scattered amongst this library that seems to be both rewarding and dangerous. Yeah, to well, be completely I, that's, I think that's the, the take home is I'm not sure how long we should be here. I think it's when I'm coming.